0: Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast. I'm Dylan Hafer, and today I am excited to be joined in the studio by a reality TV producer, a TikTok star, you know her from social media and from her work (laughs) on TV, of course. Please welcome Eleni Sabrakos.
1: That was such a beautiful introduction. (laughs) I've never gotten such a lovely introduction in my whole life.
0: (laughs) Oh, well, I'm so happy you're here. Thank
1: you for having me.
0: You were just saying before we started recording that it feels like we know each other because of social media and all of this stuff. But it's the first time we're meeting in person. Yes, it's
1: true. Like I saw Benny Drama recently Mm -hmm. and I went up to Terry and I was like, how's your mom? Because I feel like I know them. And he's probably like, who are you, stranger? I'm like, how's your mom doing with her foot? You know, like whatever.
0: Well, and with you specifically, if you're not familiar with Eleni's social media, if you're listening. So obviously you make TikToks about your work producing reality TV shows like... The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, New York, et cetera, which we'll get into. But you also are known on social media for being a big Adele fan.
1: Yes, that's me. I have a very niche audience. (laughs) I feel like you either totally know me or you totally don't. So when I wonder if people know me, I first mention the Adele thing. I go, oh, I failed to see Adele in concert. And then if they're not understanding what I'm talking about, I'm like, okay, they have no idea who I am then. And then I'm like, do you watch Real Housewives, and they're like, either yes or no. That's how I gauge who my audience is. (laughs) Right. So
0: you have failed to see Adele in concert like three times.
1: Oh, it's more than that. Okay. Um, First, I tried to get tickets to see her in New York, and those were fake tickets. But nobody feels bad for you when you buy fake tickets on Craigslist. Like, I tried to make it into a whole sob story then, but no one cared.
0: Did you see the the woman a couple weeks ago who thought she bought Taylor Swift tickets on TicketFaster.com? No. See, she I, spent like $15,000 <gasps> and everybody was like, girl, read.
1: Oh, God. See, that's just like, oh, honey. Oh. Ooh. Which,
0: speaking of, in, in case in case Eleni goes crazy at yeah. any point while we're recording, <laughs> right now, right. you are in the queue to procure Taylor Swift tickets yes.
2: for...
1: Heather Gay. I am Heather. G- we'll get into this, but I'm also Heather Gay's virtual assistant, and I'm currently trying to get her Taylor Swift tickets. And as you know by my failed Adele attempts, I've never been successful with this. So yeah. I don't know why she assigned this to me to do. Heather
0: has put a lot of faith in the yeah. Ticketmaster gods. Yeah,
1: she says I will ruin Christmas if I don't get these Taylor Swift tickets. So please, Taylor Swift, if you're a huge Bravo by Betches fan, please give us tickets. Thank you. Uh,
0: the Gay family will be on a healing journey yes. if healing, uh, a healing, healing journey, healing. <laughs> Um, Okay, so then you flew to London, London. So
1: yes, fake tickets in New York. Then I actually got tickets. I didn't mention this, but I got tickets in D.C. with my cousin. And I was stuck in traffic and didn't make it to that. Like, come on. Like, it was just horrific. She FaceTimed me from the whole thing. I was sobbing in my car in traffic in D.C. Awful. Then I was like, okay, I'm going to go to Australia because she had her Australia leg of the tour. Um, I was not financially supported by this with anyone on um, GoFundMe or my family. So that was a no. Then I was like, "Okay, I have a wedding in Ireland two days after Adele's show." So I just bought the tickets in London. It was like, asked for for not for permission, but asked for forgiveness. Bought the tickets in London. And then was like, Mom, I need to first fly to London for my aunt's wedding in Ireland. Um, and so, but these were like not your average tickets. Like these were golden circle tickets.
0: Right, like, like right around the yes, stage. Yes, there
1: was like a stadium, there was a standing room, but then there was a special VIP golden circle that I had gotten into. And Adele is known for bringing people on stage. So I was like, okay. This is also meant to be. I'm going to get her attention. Right. She's going to bring me on stage and she'll be like, oh my God, sorry, this happened to you. Love you vibes, like whatever. <laughs> and so I made these shirts to get her attention because uh-huh. Adele loves Beyonce, as any Adele yes. fan knows. Um, I have one shirt that says, I love Adele like Adele loves Beyonce. I have one for my brother that says, my sister loves Adele like Adele loves Beyonce. And I made one for Adele that said, um, I am Adele, I love Beyonce. And then I made one for her son that says, my mom loves Beyonce. British phrase for mother.
0: Okay, so you've got the whole family decked yes, out. Uh-huh. decked out.
1: And I got a Beyoncé like fat head cardboard cutout pre-ordered from like the British version of Staples. <laughs> and so I fly to London, I wake up the next morning, she cancels her show. Like I thought a family member had passed away from the amount of text messages I received, being like, I'm so sorry for your loss. Okay,
0: I can already tell that your uh Producing background is coming into play just by how organized you were with this. You're
1: like, so I called ahead to (laughs) the British version of Staples and (laughs) had
0: this thing ordered, and then I had the shirts made at a. Yes,
1: yes, yes. And I like had it was like a child's medium. Like I had the sizes (laughs) fixed out. Um, So I flew to London. She cancels her show. Mm. She goes on a hiatus for a million years. Well, I'm forgetting that when I'm like in hysterics over this Adele thing in London, like with my brother, my brother's like, we can still see London. I'm like, no, the day is ruined. You're like, fuck, now we have to yeah. go to a museum. Yeah. He's like, no, we, actually, what we saw instead of Adele, which is not Adele, is we saw um, King Kong, a comedy, okay. which There's nothing funny about King Kong. And it should have... No offense to the people who made that, (laughs) but it should have never been a comedy. And I was front row, and I had not a funny bone in my body because I'm traumatized and depressed about Adele. And you know how, like, actors play off you? Mm -hmm. I really feel bad for the actors because I was sitting there, like, dead silent. Like, I refused to laugh. And every joke they made, I did not... Peep a laugh, and I could tell they were like, That girl in the front row is not okay. Straight up not having <laughs> She's a good straight time. Straight up not finding anything. We're saying funny, <laughs> and it wasn't funny. So when my brother was like, Let's go out and about, I called an Uber to go out in London. Uh-huh. And my Uber driver's name is Adeel, A D E E L, deal, Which if word scramble is Adele. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> that is just like the universe being like, Ha ha. It's a
0: middle finger. Yeah,
1: it's a literal, thank you. It's them being like, mm, Sorry. So then she goes on hiatus and then my brother surprises me for Christmas with tickets to her show in Vegas for her opening night. And I'm sure we all know how this goes. I fly yes. to Vegas. I bring the shirts. I left the cardboard cutout at home and well, I left it in London, but that's besides the point. I get to Vegas and she cancels her show again. And this time I'm just like, okay, I'm just not meant to see her. Right. And I was like hysterically crying. And my friends are like, Eleni, you have to make a TikTok about this. And I had zero following. I had like 200 followers. Right. No, nothing. And so I made a TikTok. Um, two hours later, it has 4 million views. Like it just blew up instantly.
0: TikTok is wild it, that it's way. It's
1: weird. Like, and I had, I had, um, yeah, I had like, I went to sleep. I woke up and it had 10 million and I had uh, 50,000 followers and it was just like, I, I didn't know what to do with myself. I was like, uh, and I had had people go viral like that before where they're like, you need to capitalize on this. Right. Like, if you don't keep posting those followers don't matter. You'll have no engagement. This won't mean anything. And like, I really wanted to make this into a career. So I was like, I have to keep posting and posting and posting. And that was when I randomly posted about what I do for work, which I thought was super uninteresting, but people find interesting that I work for housewives. Um, right, you you get you go viral for one thing, and yes. then
0: you start posting about your real life, yeah. and you unlock this yeah. Pe- corner of yes. the internet that you're
1: like, wait, the Adele TikTok girl works for the Real Housewives. I'm like, yeah, that's that's me.
0: <laughs> you're like, she, yes. you're like, she knows about Mary Cosby. Yeah.
1: Oh, I lo- live and breathe and love Mary Cosby. It was there when Jen Shaw was arrested. Like, it was just I just uh, so I posted that, and that was when I really gained more of a following. Mm-hmm. Um, and that those videos just took off, and I enjoy. Posting about my real job. There's only so much Adele I can post, <laughs> <laughs> right? So,
0: but you are you are now yes. as we speak. Yes, in a couple days' time. Yes. Headed to Vegas.
1: Yes. Yeah. I don't want to jinx it. No. No. No.
0: (laughs) Something's happening in Vegas later this week. Yes. Something that
1: is along the lines of a concert. And you're going to be there. And Adele may be performing. And I will, God willingly, be there. And this time around, she canceled. It's just like I might have to give up, or hopefully, it just gives me more followers. I don't know. I'm like, Like if you're like selling my soul for followers. But um, yeah, so I'm supposed to see Adele. I leave in two days and, wow. I, and I will be seeing her and maybe we'll do a check in once the airs <laughs> on if I actually do see her. Yes. Now, I've never seen her perform. I've met her wow. now at this point.
0: Yes, you did meet her a few weeks ago. I did meet
1: her a few weeks ago. She had a premiere for her I Drink Wine music video. Um, and I went to that in L.A., which was weird. Like I just I was like, why am I here? Like, did they mistakenly invite me? Like yeah. I was like, are they confusing me with somebody else? <laughs> I was like, um. Oh, did you think you invited Beyonce? No, it's me. Um, so I went to that. I met her. She was lovely. Um, She's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Um, she smells amazing. People always ask me that. I will say, though, something devastating I did find out when I was there. She does not watch Housewives.
0: She doesn't? No. I For some reason, I thought she was into like Beverly no. Hills at least. Her team like, was. Her okay. team was. Mm.
1: So and, you know, and I feel like we can relate on this. I feel like when I find out that somebody doesn't watch housewives, I kind of feel like I have an immediate disconnect with them because with people who watch housewives or Bravo, mm-hmm. you have an immediate understanding. Like at BravoCon, yeah. it's like we all have a shared understanding that we know what little girl means.
0: Y- yeah. You it, know? I, I find that it's, it's not like I can't, get along with you or can't build right. a relationship with you, but there, it is the best built in small talk yes. you could ask for. Yeah. Because if I know that somebody else keeps up with housewives at the very least, we could have nothing else in common yes. and we can talk about
1: for four days straight Potomac Yeah. for
0: 10 minutes Yeah. and then it is what it is. And it really is a, it's a gift yes. and a blessing.
1: It's just a connection. Like I feel like a spiritual connection because we understand. Yeah. Like it's kind of like a, who are two people that are like at odds at Housewives? Like, are you a,
0: like a Teresa or Melissa? Yes.
1: It's like, are you a Teresa or Melissa? You know what I mean? It tells You, you a lot. It tells you everything you need to know about somebody. So when I found, I, I did ask her when I met her, I said, I, what I do for work. I was like, just, because I didn't think she knew. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, by the way, I am a Housewives producer. She was like, what? Like, she could not believe it. She's like, oh my God, you're a star. What are you doing with them? I was like, oh, Dolphins, I'm a star. You heard it here first. Um, and so she doesn't watch. And that was a little disappointing. Wow. I know, I was a little upset.
0: in orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club or Kroger. So I want to talk more about yeah. your your background in yeah. reality TV. Yeah, let's get into it. Um, so I know that you you went to college for this, yes. essentially. So what what was your like, what was your major in school? And how did you kind of get from that to where you were like actually getting hired on shows?
1: Yes. Um, so I went to Ithaca college and I studied television there. Absolutely loved it. Like it was the best experience ever. They like totally immersed me in TV in the best possible way. And when I was at Ithaca, they do a program where you go to LA for a semester mm-hmm. and I went to LA and I got an internship at Bravo and mind you, I had never watched Bravo before ever. I had, I think uh, in my interview, I, I said to them, they go, what shows do you watch? And I go, oh, I don't watch Bravo. <laughs> and my in, my internship boss, who's now my really good friend, goes, that is the moment that we were like, she's hired. Because I don't know why. And I remember leaving the interview being like, I just totally ruined that. I mm-hmm. don't have an internship now. But they loved that I was honest. Because they said, you were looking at my phone as if the cue, the Taylor <laughs> Swift cue went up and you scared <laughs> me. No, nothing I'm happened. sorry, nothing the Taylor happened. Swift cue scared me, <laughs> as I was saying. Anyways, so I got the job because I was... I'm not recommending that you tell somebody in a job interview you don't watch their content, but that works for me.
0: Yeah. I mean, maybe there was something to like, it's not just like a fan who wants to work here because they like it.
1: No, but the beauty of that was that once I had the internship, it is a lot of like administrative tasks. Like I definitely got my foot in the door in the entertainment industry, but a lot of my time was spent just sitting at my desk and watching Bravo because I wanted to know who they were talking about when they were like, The Toms Mm -hmm. are a Tom Tom. I'm like, who is Tom and who is Tom? And so I just binged like Bravo for four months straight in the office, became the biggest fan and um, basically um, like started working then on those shows from that internship. Mm -hmm. And now I'm like, I love I'm a fangirl. Yeah. (laughs) For it all.
0: I I often get um, uh, lightly ribbed by my coworkers for watching TV at my desk yeah and so I'm, well that's like
1: work for you it's work you're for you're like I am studying so yeah <laughs> earlier I was
0: like uh, yeah, yeah like I yeah. had to be caught up on Below Deck Adventure yeah. Yeah. so I watched Below yes. Deck Adventure
1: yeah you're like I have to tweet along with tonight's episode so I need to watch
0: exactly. no I like one of my favorite things is to cancel plans and be like I have to watch a show
1: <laughs> I have to work <clears throat> I actually do watch your account a lot for if I miss an episode I will go to your stories and be like okay I need the this it gives me like the summary of like what happened or where I should stand on things you know (laughs) it's like a politician that I just immediately agree with so I know so you've worked on Real Housewives of New York yes you
0: did season 13 I
1: did New York I so when I uh, after I graduated my first job ever was Real Housewives of Orange County and my job on that was to just uh, 13 seasons they had like Boxes and boxes of paperwork, and they were trying to digitalize them. Digitalize them. Yeah. So for four months straight, I sat at a desk and I scanned and shredded re- like release forms and I scanned and shredded paperwork and I digitalized <laughs> it for four months, 10 hours a day. That was what I did. Like just. Like mindlessly.
0: Is it like, is that the kind of thing where you're it's is it like going through an old box of like memories and you're like, oh, this is interesting? Or was no, it literally just forms?
1: It's like random names. Like wow. I didn't know who anybody was. Like it was like <laughs> the 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 waiter from a restaurant right, from season okay. two. To sign a, signed a piece of paper, and I had to like digitalize it in case for some reason he decides to sue us. Like, um, so it, that was what I did for like literally four months every single day. It was so awful. But uh, when I walked in at my first day of work at that job, sitting next to me at my desk was my old boss from Bravo. Mm hmm. And he had quit Bravo and started because when you work on the shows, you don't work for Bravo. You work for the production company, right? which a lot of people don't know that is like, I don't work for Bravo. I'm not employed by Bravo or NBC. Mm -hmm. I'm employed by like whatever production company they've hired.
0: Right. And like the same the same production company does New York and Salt Lake City, for example. For example,
1: which is how I did that. Yes. Same thing with the same production company that does Orange County does Beverly Hills, does Vanderpump. And it's an amazing company that does that. And so I went to my first day of work and he was sitting next to me and I was like, okay, I'm meant to be here because mm-hmm. my, my old boss was here and he was like, we're in the right place We're where we're meant to be. And then fast forward, um, I was working in LA a little bit and like COVID happened and everything stopped filming. Yeah. I worked on half of that season where Orange County, like okay, w- yes. went to iPhone footage and it was kind of awful <laughs> season fifteen in like yeah. Vicky's backyard, uh-huh. not Vicky, um, Someone's backyard. It was
0: a lot of like Shannon. Shannon's backyard when Kelly Dodd was like mid going off the rails. Yeah,
1: it was like weird times. So I went to go actually work at E! News for a little bit in Mm -hmm. COVID. And then that same internship boss that like I had sat next to that was like, we're in the right place. Um, He had moved to New York since then. And he was like, I'm going to be working on Real House of New York as a producer. Like you need to get this job. I was like, okay. How uh, and are, are you gonna give it to me? Yeah, you? I was like, like, Oh, so are you hiring? And he was like, No, like figure it out. And I was like, Okay. So I like networked like crazy on like LinkedIn and I looked up every producer that had ever worked on Real Housewives of New York mm-hmm. and I reached out to them and I was like, I, I worked at Bravo. I'm so interested in this. And I just did it informational. That's like my pro tip is never be like, give me a job. Right. You need to be like, I love what you do and I just want to talk about you all day. I
0: was like, I'd love to take you out to coffee and pick your brain. <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah, yeah. That, it's like really <laughs> generic, but it, I mean, I'm sure it's in the Wenz happy hour book yeah. of like uh, networking 101, but that is the way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I end up talking to this one producer and we really hit it off and he passed my resume along and I got the job from like interviewing, which is just wild. And then that took me from New York to Salt Lake and on and on and on and on.
0: Yeah. So you, so you were New York season 13, which for people who are bad with numbers, I always have to like,
1: I know, look it up. It's the best.
0: <laughs> so this is the, this was the, the final yes. season yes. of Rony Yes. OG, whatever you want to call yes, it.
1: As we know it. Working on
0: that season, I know you were you were like a field producer. What was your... I
1: was an associate producer. Um, and so I would like work... You Basically, your job on that is to one, help with like the field producer with whatever they need, like with talent in the field or anything like that. Um, and also help with um, like keeping track of the story. So it's like you make these summaries about like what's going on to keep everybody informed. Mm-hmm. Um, so like if the producer's like... Did um, Luann talk about her Christmas song? Like, no, she hasn't mentioned that at coffee. Like, to kind of just keep everything going. Does that make sense? You're just there to support, basically.
0: Right. So, working on that season, did you kind of have an inkling that things weren't going well in terms of, like, the health of the franchise? Or is it hard when you're on that day-to-day of a level to really see, like, I don't think this is going to be the best season?
1: Personally, no. Because I had been such a fan of New York for so many years. And then here I was, like surreal working on it. And I was having the time of my life Mm -hmm. working on it. Like, I was filming a TV show in New York City with The Real House of New York. It was everything. I was in Sony Morgan's townhouse in her kitchen. (laughs) Like, I couldn't, it was my dream. You couldn't pay, you were paying me to be there? Like, of course. (laughs) Like, I could watch that woman make a smoothie and cackle. And so to me, I was so, and I thought it was phenomenal. Mm -hmm. I remember uh, talking with my coworker, John, while we were filming and being like, this is just the best thing ever. Like at the Hamptons trip, I remember we were sitting in Ramona's garage. We were like, (laughs) this is so funny. This is the best thing ever on TV. And I don't know if it's like just, I don't know what makes it the best and the worst. Cause personally, when I was living it, it was phenomenal just because they were just so icon- iconic, um, I think that it was definitely hard to make a TV show in New York City in COVID, mm-hmm. um, because it's just you're in their apartments, and it's not like being in a mansion in Beverly Hills. Like you can film in Salt Lake or Potomac or any of those houses. You're in these giant houses. Like the I don't know if people remember, but this was a time when like you when um, even dining outside wasn't allowed. Like, that was this time right. period. Like, you couldn't even do that.
0: Yeah, and New York was slower to reopen yes. than a lot yeah. of places. And yeah. so there wasn't... Yeah. you Couldn't go anywhere. No, do and it, this
1: was also a time where, like, legally, I think you couldn't have more than 12 people in a room. So, like, imagine that. Yeah. How does that work? You have five ladies, two cameramen. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it just was really hard to um, make, a, in my opinion, what it, it, what it is had been in the past years. Right. So I think that it was kind of like things were stacked against them. I don't think it was like their fault at all. I think it was just the time of the world and it probably needed a refresh and I'm excited about these new women. Yeah. So it
0: is funny when you say like we were sitting in Ramona's garage. Yeah. Or, like <laughs> I know you post, I saw in one of your TikToks that you posted, you were like literally sitting in the bathroom oh, in yeah. someone's apartment. Yeah, so Because joke. it's like when you're, when everything is being yeah. filmed, yeah. like you, you can't hide. just have like, a living room full of random yeah. people that you're not supposed to see. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's, and it's very, uh, yeah, and they're like small quarters, like it's their apartments. <laughs> so my my um, place of work is always like um, coat closets, laundry rooms, um, any kind of. Uh, where else have I sat? I sat in a hallway once.
0: You're like, if we're really lucky, we get a guest bedroom. <laughs> yeah,
1: if we're really lucky, we get a chair. <laughs> so, um, but it was really fun. I had the best time ever on yeah. that season, even though it was awful. <laughs> i loved it
0: so when you when you went to salt lake city after that yes you were working as a different kind of producer yes. right
1: so this was more involving of like logistics and locations mm-hmm. uh and so it was a promotion if you will um
0: love to see it love, it. love to see it girl boss
1: <laughs> <laughs> um but i yeah so i lived in utah for that and that job was much more um, less dealing with like the story of what was going on with them, but like about locations. So if Heather's like, I really want to go to make candles with my daughter, like you help her organize that. It's very authentically like what they want to do and like they're initiating it. Yeah. But like you can't just show up to the candle candle company with a with a camera crew. And right. the women don't know like production logistics. So you have to be like, OK, we're bringing two camera people and one audio. And like that's your kind of job to yeah. like, coordinate those things. Yeah.
0: I was going to that's interesting that you say, like, it's what they want to do, because I was going to ask, like, when you're coming up with, like, planning all the locations and stuff, like, obviously, there are times when they'll organically be like, I want to go out to dinner. And like, is there ever kind of a thing where it's like, oh, like, I found this restaurant, like, does anybody want to go to lunch? Like,
1: well, they definitely will be like going to lunch. Yeah. Um, And they give us like lists of like, these are places I would naturally go and want to go to. Okay. Um. So it's very it's very collaborative, if you will. It's not just like you're eating here. Sorry, <laughs> you're like
0: looking up Yelp yeah. in Salt yeah, Lake and City. And like, <laughs> what's the best?
1: Well, I mean, Salt Lake's different because there's so few restaurants, and everybody knows everybody. Uh-huh. Like, every restaurant I would call knows who they are. Like, mm. but from before the show, I think that that's something that the show doesn't portray super well. Is like how small Lake City it is. I don't even know how you would portray that. But like every restaurant I call, be like, oh yeah, I know Lisa Barlow. Yeah. And I'm like. Oh, from the show, and they're like, no, no, no. She's my kids, something that, like whatever.
0: I feel like we you get a sense of that a little more kind of. in the cast that it's yeah, like this season. Oh yeah, Angie Harrington's been around. Yeah. It's like, okay, I guess.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my oh my god. We can <laughs> we can dish about that. Um yeah, so it, it is I anyways. What was your question?
0: <laughs> <laughs> um Anywho. No, so so that season you were involved in a lot of the logistics and yeah. planning and stuff. Yeah. So when you're doing a job like that, are you still spending a lot of time around the cast or like following the story or are you more detached from it?
1: Um, I, I think I'm like a good producer is following the story, but I was really busy. (laughs) So You're supposed to be like following what's going on in the story. Um, and that's what that story AP is supposed to be doing is like keeping everybody updated on like what's Mm -hmm. going on. Um, But it's hard to, like, do that while planning a bunch of stuff. Um, So so, this is a trick question. No. um, Yeah, I mean, I worked with the cast a lot. Like, I would uh, work a lot with Heather. I worked a lot with Whitney. Like, I was definitely the closest with them. Love me some Lisa Barlow. Um, I loved – her and I had the best time planning her horseback riding with Meredith. I I just love her. Um, We were, like, my favorite – Lisa Barlow's story is getting a phone call from her at like seven in the morning, being like, "Oh, Lenny, I need to know if it's uh, the Western or European horseback riding because like Twitter will come for me if I'm in the wrong outfit." And I was like, "I don't know what it is," <laughs> and so I'm like, "That was my job is like googling like you. I don't know. I'm not an equestrian, right. so I don't know what that means." But I love Lisa, um, and I I love all of the Salt Lake women. I I like yeah. enjoy them all so much. I love Mary Cosby.
0: <laughs> oh God, we're never gonna see her again. I, I don't know.
1: Mary Cosby and I had an Understanding because um she just loved me. She saw me and she just goes Greek goddess, and Ooh. I was like, oh. So she, I don't think she ever really knew my name because anytime she'd see me, she'd just go Greek goddess. Or I told her I was from New York, and she'd go New York. So I was either Greek goddess or New York. So she, that, was, that
0: is so Mary. Like you, yeah. she. The name is never yeah. going to stick in her no. brain. But if you're Greek goddess, yeah. she would just okay. light up
1: when she see me and go New York. And I'm like, that's <laughs> She's me. Like, oh, Broadway. Yeah. She's like, oh, <laughs> Greek goddess. She told me when I met her, she told me she sensed my energy that I was Greek. Mm. <laughs> that's what, that's wow. what she told me. And I believe her.
0: <laughs> I mean, I feel like that's a good thing to hear because I feel like Mary is the kind of person where if she met you and sensed your energy and didn't like it, she would tell it, you. And yeah. you and you would never be able to yeah. redeem yourself.
1: I will say like Mary is exactly in person as is portrayed. Like Mary is so authentically herself. Yeah. My favorite Mary Cosby story is my colleague was driving her home and and she was like, I really want some ice cream. And they were like, okay, yeah, Mary, like we can get you some ice cream. Like, let me look a place up. And she was like, no, 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 don't look it up. It will find us. And so they're, and this is in Zion. <laughs> like there's no <laughs> like ice cream shops on the road in the desert. Right. And they're driving home. And sure enough, in the middle of nowhere on the right side hand of the road is an ice cream store. And Mary's like, oh, see? Like and the, the ice cream store did find us, and then she just sat in the back licking her ice cream cone contently.
0: Maybe she is. Maybe she does speak through Jesus. Maybe,
1: maybe she does. <laughs> I think you'll have to ask her.
0: <laughs> I, she's not coming on this podcast. Yeah, Let me tell you, I I would not know how to get in contact with you her. You could
1: DM her. She's big on Insta.
0: I think I'm blocked. Oh, you know, actually, fun fact. I maybe have said this before, but Mary Cosby blocked Bravo by batches before the show even ever premiered.
1: Oh, you know, maybe it was an accident. Maybe that's very maybe she was trying to follow you
0: could be I haven't seen what she's been up to. in a no, few years. No, I haven't
1: seen her either.
0: <laughs> it is funny though when you say like people are usually like that she's the same off camera. Yeah, I found in my interactions with people yes. on Bravo, like 90% of the time, what you see is for the most part what you get. I mean, yeah. obviously, like if I'm coming across somebody in like an interview context, it's not the same as when they're in a heated situation with their frenemy. Yes. But like. The personalities are what they are.
1: Yeah. I think that's because it's like so like you can't like it's not scripted or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Like you're genuinely reacting to how you would react in situations, I guess. So I feel like that's why they're so similar. I can't think of anybody who was like not at all as portrayed. Right. Everyone's pretty legit. Like Ramona is exactly as you would imagine in in person
0: like of course people have different sides to them and yeah. maybe you know if they're in a situation where they yeah. feel threatened or they yeah. feel like whatever but it's like no, maybe they're even
1: like, nicer because they feel like it's professional with you mm-hmm. so they're like ah he could post a mean, mean me- meme about me so i better be nice to dylan yeah the key's gonna come for me for my face tune, so i better be nice
0: <laughs> tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double-action combination of prescription-strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin Clear. Use as directed. So you working on Salt Lake season two were present for perhaps (laughs) one of the most. I'll say as much
1: as I can about the situation about being sued. Okay. Now proceed.
0: So you were at the beauty lab and laser parking lot.
1: Yes. No. No. So I had um, gone to Vail already. Okay. And I was like setting everything up in Vail, like making sure everything was good to go in Vail. Right. Okay filming wise, like with the house and where we were going to film and everything. Um, so I wasn't there, but I was in a very heated group chat where everyone was confused about what was going on.
0: <laughs> so like you, so like waking up that morning, you're assuming Jen is yeah, we coming were going to, bail. to bail.
1: Yeah, I was planning stuff with Jen because like I was your, I think I can't even remember, but I was assigned a couple cast members. I think mine were like Whitney, Heather and Jen pretty positive because mm-hmm. I kind of worked with all of them. Right. But um, Jen and I were working on stuff for veil. Vale, Cause she was going to like have some things. Um, and yeah, yeah, we all thought, we all thought Jen was coming to Vale. <laughs> I think that's public knowledge. I don't think I'll get in trouble for saying right. that. Right. <laughs>
0: it is funny though, because it's such a massive event in yeah. like the, that
1: was like the realest thing that ever happened.
0: Right. But it's like, even from a logistical standpoint, I'm like, okay, so like they probably had like, I know that this isn't the case, but in my mind, I'm still like, Okay, so they knew that she like wasn't really going to be there, but it's like no, no like you.
1: Uh, no. Everybody thought she. Yeah.
0: The feds aren't like, hey, yeah. producers. Just so you know, we're going to mess up your schedule tomorrow. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I think rule of thumb is like if you start to see like production in the background, that's when you know that none of this was planned because they would never like, like you know when when um, right. Monique uh, when the the Monique fight yes, happened yeah. and it was like the producer parts like that's how you know that was real because they wouldn't like have her be like, okay, producer, you're going to step in now and talk to her on camera. Like it, it wouldn't do that. Right. Like that's how, you know, it's like a mess. <laughs> but honestly, I think that that happening in the beauty lab and laser parking lot was the best thing to ever happen for Heather's business. Because now it's a Utah landmark. It's like you go on Yelp and you search places to see in Utah and Beauty Lab and Laser will pop up.
0: I, the amount of people, like, I feel like everybody I know who is at all Bravo savvy, who has happened to be in Utah in the last year and a half, has like, Made a pilgrimage, yeah, to beauty sure. lab for sure. Whether or not they're getting any services, it's iconic. Or stopping, it's
1: iconic landmark. I told Heather she needs to start. Um, she needs to get a cardboard cutout of herself outside to start <laughs> people taking pictures. I don't know. If she that's can, allowed. Like,
0: maybe she can like um like buy an old sprinter van yeah. and like oh make it into an attraction. I was
1: upset. I mean, may, maybe they're trying not to be insensitive, but I was upset that there wasn't a beauty lab and laser parking lot at BravoCon. Like, right? I wanted like a a pop up. Of the of the parking lot to like take pics in.
0: I have to show you after this in our in the batch's office. All of the conference rooms and stuff are yeah. named, and oh. some of them are Bravo themed. We have a beauty lab and oh, laser parking lot. Oh, that's such a good
1: one. It's <laughs> iconic. Like it's just amazing, and there's not a ton to see in Utah, so it's really just giving Maybe it like, nas- you, yeah. national parks, skiing. And if you don't <laughs> ski, you can go to the beauty lab and laser parking lot. <laughs> it's yeah. iconic.
0: Well, I mean, if like Mary's. Church is closed. I know. You have well... you been
1: to Utah?
0: I have been to Utah when I was a kid. Like I've been oh, so to the, been I've been to like national parks. I think yeah. we stayed, we like flew into Salt Lake City. Okay. So I've. So you haven't ten... been
1: to the parking lot? No. Yeah. It's like most glorious strip mall you'll ever see.
0: Maybe that'll be my <laughs> GoFundMe project. Send Dylan to Utah.
1: <laughs> he really needs to go for a concert.
0: <laughs> oh my God. Anyways. I, yeah. I, I, I feel like there are probably a lot of misconceptions about Reality TV production in yeah. general. I, of course, the the being scripted, being fake yeah. thing is kind of yeah. always simmering under the surface. And I, obviously, we I'm sure everybody listening has like heard someone say it's not fake, but like
1: that's the number one on yeah. TikTok. That's the number one question I get is like, is it real? Is it scripted? And like it is like no one's telling them like you're gonna say this now. Like no one. It's not like that at all. I personally would say that we are making a TV show. And as a per- human being, if I'm in a fight with my best friend, I would never then go to lunch with her the next day. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I feel like uh, it's great TV be because the relationships and the like fights are genuine. But like you're putting people in situations where like, they, like if you made me go with my arch nemesis to a dinner party right. tomorrow, and then made my other friends go talk smack about it at tea time, you know what I mean? Like that would be tumultuous. Right. Like in real life it would kind of just be like, Oh, we'll ignore each other for 10 years. <laughs> right. It's
0: like, you might not plan a girl's trip and include the bitch you hate. Yeah. But like, yeah. Cause they're on the cast. we yeah. are all going to go and we're going to be happy yes. about it.
1: Yeah, exactly. So I will say it, that's not fake. It's just, I mean, it's a TV show.
0: Right. But, and I think the idea of something being aided pri- by yeah. production is a lot different than the idea that production yeah. is like scripting out yeah. a storyline.
1: And I think that's why Bravo is so beloved. Like I was talking about this at BravoCon. like besides like, DragCon or like RuPaul's or something like that. I feel like there's no other like network of TV or like, like batch of TV network characters that you could have a full blown convention where people are like, "Uh, Craig, you're sewn pillows, like freaking out. You know what I mean? Uh, so they've like really built this amazing community because I, it is so real and like, these are real people's lives and they're all so unique and just fascinating
0: yeah no i mean thinking about bravo in that perspective yeah. it really is kind of wild that it's like if real housewives of orange county hadn't started no. this weird thing yeah 16 years ago none of this no. would exist this podcast wouldn't exist no. like all of that like the shows you've worked on and it's like
1: it's so bizarre yeah like
0: in your mind it's like oh this is just like a tv thing and then it's like Okay, well, tell that no. to, like, 30,000 people uh, at the Javits Center.
1: <laughs> I don't know about you, but I was feeling very emotional at BravoCon. I was like, this is beautiful. I was like, think about what they – I mean, I know it's like – I just thought it was so cool. I was like, there's no other network TV show group of people you could – of real people mm-hmm. that you could get together like this. And it's a full-blown starred convention <laughs> where, like, we all are just – um Like, I don't know, flipping a table in a museum and we all know what this means. (laughs) Like (laughs) We all know the iconicness of that moment.
0: Right. So. So after Salt Lake City, you also worked on the upcoming season of Miami. Yes,
1: Yes, I did. I did it. I forgot about my Miami ladies for a second. I know. I love them. Um, Yes, I did Miami, which was super fun. I love the Miami gals.
0: Was that, had you like spent time in Miami before that?
1: No, I had never been, which is why I took the job is because I did not want to be in New York in the wintertime. Fair enough. <laughs> so I was like, um, I did Salt Lake in the snow. So I'm now I'm going to go to Miami beaches. And also I like that it's um kind of like on its comeback. And I wanted to be a part yeah. of that. Um, So that was why I really did it. And I love the people who produced it, they're awesome.
0: They did such a great job bringing that show back. Season... Such a good job. F- season f- four, five? What yeah. Was
1: it? We just filmed...
0: Five. Six. Five? Six?
1: I believe we just filmed six. I believe. Right. What, five aired. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, like it's I said, confusing. the numbers
0: are I hard. I wish
1: they had just... I know that this is weird, like but I kind of wish they just started over. Well, that's the
0: thing with with New York. People are like, "How is this going to be season fourteen? when yeah. It's a whole new cast." I'm like, "I don't, I don't know if yeah. it is. I don't know either." But what was like? How did your experience doing Miami compare to like Salt Lake City, New York? Like, what what were kind of the biggest differences?
1: Yeah. Um, whenever I'm, I guess. Whenever I'm like, I was in the same job on Miami as I was on Salt Lake. Mm -hmm. And I'm working a lot with like local places and local people. So you learn a lot about a city and a location like very fast. Yeah, Utah was kind of like, oh, my my brother is the owner of that. And my cousin's the owner of that. It's very small. Like, whereas Miami was much more like these big restaurant groups and these big, like these like big interesting performers and people. Um, It's a much more like entertainment focused city if that makes sense there's a lot more going on yeah um so it just was like a different experience in terms of like filming like you're filming more in these like luxurious houses on the water where they're like i'm just gonna take my boat over to their house instead of a car like it's just a totally different way of life yeah like they literally live on the water in the beach and it's just very miami like Mm -hmm. i don't know (laughs)
0: What was Fascinating. that? What is that cast like to spend time around? Because I think they are, yeah, they are a very extravagant yeah. group of ladies. I
1: love that cast. Um, I love Alexia. I love Marisol. I was definitely the closest with them. Mm-hmm. Probably because we also did a girls trip together, right? And we had a very fun time at BravoCon, driving around on a golf cart. Um, and uh, I honestly love Larsa. She's like one of the nicest people I've ever met, which I think shocks some people. Yes. Um she's super kind and like yeah chill
0: no i think i think larsa kind of based on nothing has a reputation i know yeah it's true and it's then like it's like all like, talk yeah. and then you're like wait i guess i've only ever really seen her on yeah. like one season of housewives and you know she was friends with the kardashians but it's like i yeah. don't know her to be like a horrible person no no
1: no she was really great they all they all were super great. Um, they're all just super interesting. I feel like they all have a lot like personally in their personal lives going on, and then also friendship dynamics, mm-hmm. um, which you don't always find that on every franchise. Like I feel like their their personal lives are very strong in terms of like yeah story to tell. Exactly. Like I feel like the season that aired already with like Alexia and her sons. Yeah, I feel like. She could she's so interesting. She could have her, her own show with just that. And I love that about that franchise is like that. They have like super strong, like personal things yeah. going on. I also love on that show because I had actually never watched Miami okay. before I started working on it. And my boss was like, you should probably watch it <laughs> after I got hired. <laughs> um, and I was like amazed in the season that aired at the friends of. Yeah. We're so predominantly in the right. show. And I think that's how it should be. Like I love that. Yeah,
0: it's a really full group. It's
1: very yeah, and the dynamics awesome. Like I don't even think of like Marisol or any of them as right. Marisol, Adriana, like no, 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 no. I mean, I don't know if that's because they were on previously, but I feel like I wish that like other franchises didn't just have like oh that's their friend of who contributes one line in a scene. Right. Like no, like a full storyline drama can be with a friend of, and that's fine that they're a friend. Yeah. Like you know what I mean.
0: And like you mentioned before, Marisol then getting the invite to do girls trip, it's like. Yeah, she's,
1: well, she's iconic. Right. Um, I love me some So you, you did
0: go to Thailand. Yes. And I know we can't talk a lot about like it's okay. what happened <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah, can't
1: tell you anything what but happened. But it,
0: it's kind of fun that you had previously worked yeah. with half of the cast. Yeah, it was awesome. Actually more because Leah was there too. Yeah,
1: it was like a giant reunion. I um, opened like the van door. <laughs> I I had told um, Heather and Whitney I was going to be there. And I had told Alexia Marisol because I had been filming with them right. when I got the job. Um, but I didn't tell Leah And I just like opened the van door and in it was literally Heather, Whitney, Leah, Marisol and Alexia and all my gals. And I opened the door. I'm like, hello. And they're like, Leah just goes, you. (laughs) She like remembers me. But, um, so it was a super fun time and I, um, love Candace. Like I just, I never worked on Potomac. Um, and we just really bonded. Um, I just love her. I think that, I love that now that I met her, I'm like, girl, you go be a mess on Twitter. (laughs) Like I freaking love you.
0: Is it different working on a show like that where they're in the house the whole time, the cameras are kind of rolling 24 seven for sure. It's a much more condensed filming experience. What was that like?
1: Well, I've done all cast trips, which is kind of similar. Yeah. Um, And I felt like it was just like an an all cast trip is like three days of just like nonstop. Right. And it just felt like, an all-cast trip, but for 10 days. Mm-hmm. And I was really counting down the days towards the end because it was hot. I have a really sensitive stomach, so I was not agreeing with Thailand <laughs> in terms of <laughs> dietary restrictions. You're like, I'm going to go uh, yeah. hide in the bathroom. I, was like, or- I actually, there, like, day four, I had like immense stomach pain. And like the local crew there that was from Thailand were just the most loveliest people in mm-hmm. my entire life. And there was this girl, Winnie, from the local production team i was like winnie i have so much gas that you need to help me and she like went to the thai drugstore and she's like this is magic i don't know what it was i ate it it's like a like a chewable thing and i was like healed <laughs> it was like <laughs> and the gas is gone wow Anyways, god bless. god bless <laughs> gas in thailand <laughs> um, i don't know about the ladies but i had major gas <laughs> in thailand <laughs>
0: I'm sure I'm sure they were suffering yeah. in silence.
1: Anyways. <laughs> it's a lot.
0: I I'm so excited to see that show. I'm so excited to see Miami. Yes. What are you I I know you're working with Heather right now. Yeah, you were at BravoCon with Heather. We kind of I feel like this like current connection that you and I have started because of this video of Heather <laughs>
1: stealing a loaf of bread <laughs> which I you, which because of you that like blew up Right. because you posted that. I posted that being like this is a great insta dump. <laughs> Like, you know, when you, like, post, like, a Yeah, no, I literally was, like, swiping uh, through
0: your carousel. and like, no, that's funny. Yeah,
1: I was like, this is a niche Gen Z uh, Instagram dump of um, Heather's in this baguette. Yeah, so uh, I was hired... I actually interviewed to work at BravoCon as a producer mm-hmm. and didn't get the job. Okay. It's okay. It I'm happens. not upset about it. It wasn't... I actually have never produced a live event before, which is what that is. Right. So I don't blame them for not giving me the job just because I have every Bravo knowledge ever. Um, But then they did ask me to help with like talent. Mm -hmm. Um, And so you're basically like assigned one talent for the whole weekend. And they asked my preference and I said any of the Salt Lake or Miami women, um, yeah, I was like, those are my only ones. Yeah, because I, I just know them the best.
0: Yeah, and I mean, to set the scene, like, BravoCon weekend, especially for the talent, yes. was a marathon. Oh, it's And insanity. so you're spending a lot of time with somebody. Yeah. You're sensitive to their needs. It's yeah. like, it makes sense you want to work with somebody yeah, that you already it's know. Just, and
1: it's also more fun for me. Like, yeah. I don't want to work with somebody that I don't know. I have to do like a whole intro and like make them trust me. You know right, what I mean? Right, like right. These people already trust me, whatever. So I said, and they had given me Heather by chance. Mm-hmm. And so then we were reunited, me and my queen Heather Gay. And we just had a blast. Like BravoCon, it was like, okay, one o'clock you have a meet and greet. Two o'clock you've got to go to your... Um, panel, three o'clock, you've got to go to the digital stage, like whatever. And we were just like, boom, 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 like five minutes for glam. And we just like really worked well together. And I had worked really well with her in the past. Like I had a really good experience producing with her. Um, And so... I had been asking her about like her social media at BravoCon, and I knew her book was coming up mm-hmm. and I was like, who's doing your social media? Who's doing your book for your book tour? Like I just was asking all these like questions now that I'm also in this influencing space. Yeah. I'm like, Oh, what about uh, brand deals? And she's like, what? I'm like brand deals. <laughs> she's like, what's that? I'm like, Heather, you could be making money on these brand deals. Like yeah. this is your housewife. And she is just busy being a, legit businesswoman, like she's running her business, she's writing her book, she's got three daughters that she just didn't, didn't like really go through all that. So I was like, I can help you with social media and with your brand deals. And so that's what I'm doing for her. And now it has become that I'm her virtual assistant. As you can see that I'm currently still still in in the
0: the queue. queue. Yeah, we're about to finish up. It's been 44 minutes I can see and you are still in the queue. I've
1: been in the queue (laughs) since one o'clock. What is that? Like, I need to, I wish this was live so I could be like, tweet us if anybody else is still in the queue or if it's just me.
0: I don't think it's just you. You don't
1: think so? I've never, like, like I said, I've never made it this far. I've only bought fake tickets from a man named Courtney on the street outside Madison Square Garden. So I've never done the official Ticketmaster. Well, at least
0: you're on Ticketmaster. I know. And not Ticketmaster. Yeah, so Ticketmaster. that's
1: all for Queen Heather Gay. Yeah, so I'm just helping her with that. And it's been phenomenal. I actually just want to do it all the time. I'm, But I refuse to move to Utah.
0: <laughs> mm, we can't lose it She to Utah. Wants me, I know,
1: thank you. She wants me to live in her basement in Utah, and I just can't.
0: Well, I feel like the thing is, like, once you go, if you leave New York and move to Utah, yeah. You're
1: never Am I come admitting back. defeat? Yeah, I um, especially because when I lived in Utah, I made it a point to tell everybody and their mother I was from New York. I was mm. like, I'm from New York. I don't belong here. Right. I'm just so chic. I can't be in the <laughs> suburban neighborhood. Ugh. Um. Yeah. Utah was, and I had met uh, my boy, now boyfriend in Utah, and I refused mm. to move there for him. I was like, you have to move to New York. So I was like, I can't move there now for Heather Gay and not for my man
0: that would be would that be bad? a tough look
1: be a t- i'd be like actually thank you for picking up your things and moving to new york but we actually are going to go move into heather gay's basement <laughs> if you don't mind oh
0: that's amazing <laughs> anywho i'm so glad we finally yes! got to meet and so great. talk about everything i'm Bravo. sure i will be seeing you again very soon i know
1: who's your favorite like okay. housewife that you've met in person oh in per- it's really hard like who did you immediately connect with Cause I feel like some people you meet and you're like, okay, I'll continue to just watch you on television. And some people you meet and you're like, we drive.
0: Okay. you. Kn- this is not necessarily the person that I, that like my favorite. Yeah. Whatever. That's fine. But yeah. One that I think su- an answer that surprises people yes. is that Kelly Ben Simone. Oh, I, she came, she was in the studio okay. over the summer. Okay. She came in. She is one of the most, charming captivating people surprised. to speak to face to face we had like a 45 minute conversation yeah. she complimented my smile it was <laughs> like <laughs> it was like a very like yeah it's one of those things where she could be saying the the most random right hard to follow thought that just is like pulled out of outer yes. space and you're like you're like okay yeah yeah. Like,
1: yeah kelly i vibe with that Suddenly, Scary Island makes sense.
0: I know. And so, like, I think when people are like, Kelly's crazy, I'm like, okay, but she has a point.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Like, And also, I'm crazy, too. So, I vibe with
0: that. Yeah. I
1: think um, I really enjoyed... Did she post something recently where she was, like, uh, selling a house? Yeah.
0: So, she does real estate now. She did just post this video where she's like, you guys... Kelly Clore and Ben Simone, I've got the best <laughs> listing. It's going to be the place for you. You've got to see yeah. it. But like the video didn't show the house at all or anything. It's, it's just, just like her talking. a 45 second intro. And it's like,
1: <laughs> OK, Kelly, where's the house? I got to
0: see the house. Yeah.
1: Kelly, wait. Actually, no, I'll just buy it. I don't need to see it. Just because you <laughs> said I don't that. See. How much? Yeah. I feel like I hope that she returns to TV because we'll I see. would like to see how she's evolved. Yes. Maybe.
0: I don't know that she really yeah. has, but Which I think that's, that's fine, fine. But maybe we've evolved. We've Yes. Maybe
1: we've evolved. Society Maybe, wasn't ready. Society wasn't ready for Kelly Benson, but now we are. Now we we've are. Been through COVID. We Manifesting
0: big things for 2023. Yeah, for Kelly. <laughs> Manifesting you seeing a.
1: You can say it. You can say <laughs> it. Adele.
0: Adele. <laughs> this is ASMR. I don't oh want to jinx it. Well, thank you so much thank for you. being here. This has been so fun. Yes. Where can people follow you?
1: You can follow me at. Eleni Sabrakis, E-L-E-N-I-S-A-B-R-A-C-O-S. Very hard to spell. If you know anybody who can just get me the Instagram or TikTok handle just Eleni, my Greek name is just not cutting it. Right? I know. But I had it for a while as Eleni Sabra. And then everyone thought I was affiliated with the hummus, mm. or people would call me, "Oh, Lenny Sabra." And I'm the like, "No, that's heiress. not my name." Yeah, I was like, "Hummus Queen."
0: <laughs> I wish. <laughs>
1: yeah, actually, I do love hummus. Wow. But um, unless they're paying me for brand deals, I refuse to
0: exactly. Make it a Lenny yeah, got gotta get Anyways, it for Heather too. <laughs> yeah,
1: I think. Yeah, Heather will be doing a brand deal with them. <laughs> Manifesting. Manifesting.
0: Anyway, thank you so much. And thank you everyone for listening. Don't forget to rate, review and follow the show wherever you listen. You can follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Betches. And until next time, be cool. Don't be all like uncool. Mention It All is produced by Dylan Hafer, Sean Kilby, Jorge morales Pico, and Rebecca sous Editing by Jorge morales Pico. Social media by Dylan Hafer, guest booking by Dylan Hafer and Allie Friedlander. Be sure to follow at BravoByBetches on Instagram and Twitter.
2: Betches.